Activate your personal shield and get your trait to level 3 because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast with our special guest, Jedi Mind Tricks. In this episode, we're going over Battlefront, hardcore or casual. Let's get started. When you think of casual games, what do you think of? I think of the notorious uh, mobile game Candy Crush or uh, Wii Fit. So usually when I think of casual games, it's either to the mobile side or to like the Nintendo side, like you were saying. Yeah. Uh, what, what about you, Sam? Same here. You said your friends are more casual gamers. Uh, what do they think about Battlefront? They think it's really hard to kill someone. Because <laughs> they aren't, they usually don't play games with analog sticks. Oh. So they're more mobile, and they got an Xbox for Battlefront. Uh, they think it's a wasted sixty dollars. Oh. <laughs> Even though they do like the game and the single player modes, it's just it's really hard to get a kill, or unless you get a hero pickup, which is near impossible. <laughs> yeah, the. The Notorious. Blame it on the game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not good at this, so it's the game's fault. So, yeah. Uh, I had never played, like, the PlayStation or the Xbox before we got our PlayStation 4 for Battlefront. And mm. it took me a little bit to get used to. It took me a little bit to get used to, and I found that I could pick it up very, fairly easily. Uh, Sam is way more hardcore than I am. What do you think, Sam? About the gameplay? Yeah. I, th- I think it's relatively easy to kill someone. Yeah. So w- when did your friends actually get the game? Well, they got it uh, a few weeks after release, around uh, December. So well, a lot of them got it, got it, got it for Christmas. So... They were pretty excited about that until Wham! Blame it on the game. What are their favorite game modes? Uh, Their favorite game modes are Walker Assault because they just like to shoot at walkers and occasionally be in a walker and that's they think that's really fun to be in. Uh, They also like the uh, survival modes a lot. Okay, so that's probably one of the reasons why it's so hard because you definitely need to practice a lot before you get into Walker Assault for sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, how do they play the game? Do they play it regularly or just every now and then? They kind of play it every now and then. They start they when they started off. They were more of play it for hours on end until dinner time. But then it kind of got towards okay, let's get back into the routine of things. Then they're playing it on and off. Yeah. So when we played, we actually had to go on a trip to visit family so we couldn't play as much as we would like to but we brought it with us and we were playing the survival missions a lot what do they mm-hmm. think about survival missions they think uh, they like the uh, I think they like the first the first difficulty I think it's normal Yeah. Because, and there's the different maps give you different varieties and enemies say you want to fight TIE fighters you can go on ice caves or uh, solist you can even get on that in, in those turbo lasers on Solus too, which is really fun to shoot guys with. Yes. 
Um, have you reached level 50? <laughs> yes, I have over many long hours. And uh, I got it on the uh, second double credits or double score week. Oh, that's, and, that's actually pretty nice. Um, that's around the same time we did. Hmm. What do you think? Because uh, they've released some news about Battlefront that they're going to release... They're, they're going to raise the level cap to 60. What do you think about that? I think as a hardcore player, uh, I think that's going to give me more reason to play the game. i got to get up to that 60 level. But I'd like to see some more star cards in the vanilla game. Because once you get the uh, bowcaster, it's kind of... You just level up to get the... Uh, the... Um, the character unlocks and those are really expensive first of all like over my entire earnings over the game I've saved for uh, I've saved at the very beginning for the Twi'lek and the Shadow Trooper and uh, it took me forever to get those even after I hit level 50 so yeah, I think the progression system is what keeps this game alive yeah I know um, when the game first came out, a bunch of people were saying it was easy to rank up, and once you reach 13, it starts getting a lot harder. Yeah. A lot harder, which I like. Mm hmm And they're also... They've also announced that the new hero pickups are going to be Greedo and Nia Num. Really? Not Chewbacca? I was very surprised about that as well. Nia Num, of all people. I know, he's at least here. make it chewy or Lando. <laughs> yeah, I but I, I, I could understand Greedo. Yeah, <laughs> it would be hilarious. Um, <laughs> in a previous podcast episode, he was say, uh, one of our guests was saying that a good trophy name would be "I Shot First and you get a you kill Han with Greedo. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. <laughs> that would be hilarious and. Something that I do not like George Lucas for is that he was saying that Greedo actually shot first. Yes, but in the original script, I think it was uh, the original draft, uh, Han bolted Greedo before he could even uh, think about it and basically blew his brains out. And the controversy over that is that George Lucas says, oh, it's Han Solo, he's, he's not allowed to be evil and heartless. But that's the evolution of the character. You go from a cares about himself smuggler to a uh, rebellious, as I could use the word, uh, uh, freedom fighter. Yeah, and then you get to him where he's a general, and then he's like more held back in all of his like past experiences. Yeah. Okay, so you play on the Xbox One, correct? Yes, I am an Xbox aficionado. <laughs> What's it like playing uh, Battlefront on the Xbox? Because we have a PlayStation, and I would like to see like the differences between the two. Well, I played... Uh, I was in Best Buy a few months before the release, and they had this... Uh, dem well, a few days before the release, and they had this demo on the PlayStation, and so I got to play like the Tatooine survival mission. And... I played that on PlayStation, but uh, I didn't go with PlayStation because all my other friends had um, Xbox. But now my friends don't play Xbox, so I'm wondering if I should get a PlayStation because 
some of my other friends that do play a lot play on PlayStation. Yeah, I know, um, especially <coughs> with all of the the ads and stuff, they're very more towards the PlayStation side because they uh, EA got this deal with them or something. And one of the reasons we got that it was because the push of the PlayStation side, like they really cared about the game. That that's what I felt. And plus, we got the Star Wars limited edition console, which that really put us over the top. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, well, the thing is, you have an Xbox account, and then you have an EA account, right? Yeah. And so, your Xbox account is supposed to link to all of your games, but for some reason, the Battlefront account created a new account, so I can't, so I can't link my level 50 account to base command. Which oh. sucks, so I can't get that, twi- that Rebel Twi'lek for my diorama. Oh, that stings. Yeah, I'm just gonna have to put up a stupid excuse for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a glitch or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And what what kind of Star Wars fan are you? I am a wait out in the cold for episode 7 Star Wars fan. <laughs> Have so. you s- Okay, so you were like one of the first people to watch Star Wars? Yes. It was amazing. Uh, I I wanted to do that, but we uh we waited for Sam's birthday to all go. Oh, okay. That movie is awesome. It is amazing. Uh, how do you feel about the um, Star Wars Rogue One? I am excited for it, but not nearly as much excited for it as uh, The Force Awakens. They haven't released a trailer yet, which I'm hoping they will in the next few months. So we can get a kind of a better look at it. Because I'm not completely sold that it's going to be a good movie. It might flop out like Return of the Jedi. Yeah, um, my feeling. I know it's going to be a it's going to be a darker take on Star Wars. It's going to be a lot grittier because it's actually in the battles. But I'm I'm pretty excited for it. But it's not. It doesn't reach my level of excitement that I had for Episode Seven. Exactly. But I'm going to be excited for any Star Wars movie that's going to come yeah. out. Like if you were to tell yourself 10 years ago that, hey, you're going to get a Star Wars movie for the next, like, forever, and you get one every year, your head would explode. I'd be like, are you pulling my leg? Have you <laughs> seen the prequels? <laughs> yeah. And here's, here's some Battlefront news. So, Finn from Star Wars, John Boyega, wants a story mode for Battlefront. Yes, I saw this tweet. And uh, I think that's what a lot of people are asking. But I also saw a reply that uh, campaigns are very expensive because you're going to have to make a lot of maps. Yeah. But if they could get it to work to where they could have the same maps and work into a campaign that would be pretty cool and uh, i'd also like to see an actual campaign campaign in the foots of a soldier like it wouldn't like it wouldn't pertain to any of the movies like all the main characters like luke Han and leia would be off blowing up death stars but you would be like rogue one you would be uh walking into a bunker trying to clear out stormtroopers to go get plans for stuff 
Yeah, I would I love think they, that. Yeah, yeah, I think they tried they tried to do that with the survival missions. I know on Solus, the cutscene is where they steal plans and then have to survive until the Falcon picks them up. Yeah, and this is what this was EA Star Wars reply at John Boyega. Have you had any chance to try the missions? And he says, "Yeah, thought it was great, but definitely leaves you wanting to engage with a narr- within a narrative. Can I visit your base in the UK?" <laughs> I think yeah. that's hilarious. He's like, "Yeah, but I really want a campaign still, and that's not a campaign." Yeah. And did you buy the season pass? I have not bought the season pass yet. I know I will in the future, but I want to know release dates. So they're yeah. going to be very reluctant on that. We've bought the <laughs> season. We've bought the season pass, and we're going to get it two weeks early, which is I find pretty awesome. And I think that that's one of the best reasons to get the season pass right now because you can get the the content that everyone else is getting but sooner yes like with the pre-order of the game you got the battle of jakku a week early i played the heck out of turning point and then hated it because i don't like turning point for some reason (laughs) and that leaves me to one of my other points um how did it work when you were having the early access to Battle of Jakku? Uh, I liked the map, um, except I had the wrong star card loadout half the time. It was a scout pistol <laughs> with a scan pulse and then with a jump pack. But uh, I played the heck out of Jakku and then said, wait a minute, there's no turning point on, on Endor. I hate turning point. <laughs> Did you have any problems like getting into game modes with other people? Uh, not really. I mean, when someone when a game company releases a new game mode, like when uh, I think, um, I know when Walker Soul was in the beta, everyone was playing Walker Soul. Almost there weren't very many people playing Drop Zone, so they want to. So when it, when we when a new game mode is released, everyone's going to play it to try it out. So I think with a new release, you're going to have to wait a few weeks until the hype dies down, and then you can go back to playing your cargo matches. Uh, Sam, was, well, Sam, tell us what you were saying earlier about how you feel about the season pass two weeks early. Oh, yeah. that I know that not everyone's going to get it, so it's going to be hard for the new game mode slash maps slash heroes to get into a game mode to find because it's hard enough as it is yeah unless they add like the heroes and heroes versus villains but only the season pass holders could get access to i wonder how that's actually going to work with um so i know some people aren't going to get all of the the uh the season pass content and how's that going to work for those people if they go into a game mode but it's uh with the new DLC. Is it just going to be in a separate pack or something, like um, how the Battle of Jakku was integrated? I mean, I think they should go a route where you have, say, uh, season pass players have a have a connection to a separate set of servers that run just season pass games, and then you have the main game with 
all the free DLC. And speaking of free DLC, I saw the uh, the Survivors of Endor map, and that looks looks pretty cool. Well, the Crash Tie Fighters. One of the maps that I would like to see is the Swamps of Dagobah. I could see that, but they're gonna have to introduce camo troopers. Yeah. Either that or uh, give like level forty players a uh, a camo trooper or even a shock trooper. Yeah, because the the stormtroopers stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> everywhere except for like Hoth. Or if you're a shadow trooper on Solus, you're nearly invisible. Yeah. And when you're playing on Endor especially, you do want to either be the dark trooper or on the rebel side because they blend in almost completely. Yeah, I keep making the mistake of having my dark trooper on Hoth. <laughs> ripe, ripe kills for some, some lucky pilot who manages to come across a level 50 loser. <laughs> so I've got the some of the details of the Outer Rim expansion. So they are going to introduce a two new weapons, the Relby V10 rifle and the DT12 blaster, then the three st uh, the three star cards that they're going to release are the scatter gun, the dioxys grenade and the adrenaline stim star cards and then the new locations. Cool, I think the Redley rifle is Bosk's gun. Or it looks like Bosk's gun. Yeah. So, that'd be cool to run around with Bosk's gun, because we already got Boba's gun, and Han's gun. Yeah. So I think they're going to be implementing a lot of nerfed hero guns into the game. <laughs> yeah. Even though they didn't really nerf the DL-44 that much. <laughs> You know, I never, when I'm playing uh, cargo, I'm never seeing people using that. I get headshot, not as much as I used to, surprisingly, but I still get headshot pretty frequently with that gun, and it just, gri just drives me crazy. The thing that drives me crazy is when I get, uh, when uh, we're trying to shut off an uplink on Endor on the uh, left. And there's this dude hiding behind the crates with a shock blaster. And then there's like five guys that run in to try to shut down the uplink. Like, ticks down all, all five of them. And it's just like, I'm going after you purposely. I'm going to go get you. <laughs> yeah, you use the shotgun. And I'm going to destroy you if I get the chance. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to be featured on this podcast... Leave a review or tweet at us at tiedyesheepyt, or leave a comment on YouTube, or email us at battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. If you feel you would give a good perspective on the podcast, email us. We now have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. May the force be with you. Always.